0: All right, we're going for it. Just raw dogging it right now. Oh. <laughs> Can you believe it's been a week already?
1: Since what?
2: Since
0: the last one we recorded? Oh,
1: God. I think even since we. About... <laughs> Never mind.
0: It hasn't been a week. It's what? been shorter than that.
1: <laughs> Enough of that.
0: Enough of that dirty talk. Um, welcome to Upstate Unconventional.
1: Just coming out with a bang tonight.
0: Banging. What a banger. <laughs> oh
1: my God with a bang bang and
0: it's columbus day
1: is it you know
0: i just if anyone still thinks christopher columbus discovered this country i i i don't know if we could be friends you know what i mean it's just like
1: yeah yeah i know because there are people here already
0: right like (laughs) imagine showing up at like someone's house And just being like, I've discovered this place. Right. And it's like, okay, maybe you just discovered it, but like we live here. And he's like, no, I'm the founder. I found it. It, It's just.
1: And he told others, you know, that's the thing. Right. And then he
0: was like, y'all are Indians. Right. No,
2: no, we're not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But like, everyone's been here before. I was listening to some crazy stuff that, like, I mean, the vikings were here way before the asians chinese were here but there's even
1: christopher columbus (laughs) discovered america right now stop it okay
0: yeah anyway um i had a spooky season and like Uh,
1: yeah and the veils are thin
0: they're very thin (laughs) it's like a full moon just happened a lot of change Mm -hmm. in the world it was a Mm -hmm. weird day it's been weird we live a weird life like this is again i just have to reiterate this like we just live a weird i don't know if it's because we're hypersensitive to this stuff or if it's like some kind of aspect of like uh, chaos magic in a way like i don't know because like i've noticed since i've started documenting paranormal um encounters happenings yeah they're uh, it's all you notice now it could be pareidolia where it's like when you're looking for something yeah you see it more like when you get a new car and then that's all you see is cars yeah you know what I mean but I, it's you just... mean
1: all oh, you see is the new car that you just right bought. like yeah on the, on the road I, um... you know what I mean I mean, I always had weird encounters before I met you, and you had odd encounters before you met me, and then we shared our odd encounters together, and now we have them.
0: We made this weird paranormal love. Yeah. <laughs> We're changing the podcast to paranormal love.
1: <laughs> the
2: love. No,
0: no, but it, it's weird. It's like, it's just like they ramp up all the time, and it's like, I know yeah. synchronicities, happen to everyone and they're very personal but it's like they're just non-stop all the time and this thing leads to that thing leads to that connects to this but it's just like
1: i think like many of our listeners we're hyper aware mm-hmm. of that sort of thing i'm sure we're not the only ones but sometimes it does feel like we're the only ones. It's that's just, why we want you people to come on and talk to us
0: we do have some guests <laughs> lined up yes in the it's next very exciting coming weeks so we just gotta iron out the details but uh Had a weird thing happen the other night. Talk about it. I told you about this, and it's not like a crazy huge thing. But I was putting the little guy to sleep, and (laughs) it's a challenge putting him to sleep. Mm -hmm. Um, he needs some like music, right? And he's really into Russian post-punk rock it's right now. It's very
1: strange. His so... taste in music. I mean, we both, in, we like it right? When he chooses, but it's odd for a five-year-old.
0: Right. To... He's like into it.
1: <laughs> he gets the feels. like Right.
0: He's just really like he's, into it.
1: I think he's going to be a very good musician. I hope so. What was he doing that day? We were somewhere and he was like, look, and he was like pretending like, drum or play the piano I don't know,
0: but he goes and he plays the piano all the time in I know, the house I, know. Just,
1: I have to get him some lessons yeah
0: but he just like hits it and he like makes beats mm-hmm. he has no clue what he's doing no and then he yells at me he's like read the music i am like, "I don't know how to read music and he's like read the music right now
1: read it to me <laughs> like,
0: but anyway so he's into russian post-punk rock
2: yeah
1: yeah
0: and uh I couldn't find a ton of that on the internet. It's hard to Why? search. Why?
1: It's so weird.
0: It's weird. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's hard to type in the Russian letters to get these songs. Yeah. But uh, so I found some other songs that are very similar. And uh, he likes, I, I like this too, but it's like, you know, we can talk about my taste in music and music and my relationship with <laughs> another time. But like, so we found Ozzy Osbourne's Diary of a Madman. Right. Mm. And this song was on, and he was finally falling asleep. But it's just the instrumental, so there's no singing because I don't really like Ozzy's voice. Yeah. But it's just a weird, eerie song. Mm-hmm. It starts off slow, then it gets heavy, and then it's like dreamy and weird. So he finally fell asleep listening to that. And I'm laying next to him, and I kind of doze too. And this was so weird, folks. I'm dozing, and I I hear him like snoring. But I always, you got to give it a minute or two, because if you get up too quick, then he's going to wake up. And mm-hmm. so I'm dozing and I'm in that liminal space where I'm like half asleep. I can hear the music. I can hear him snoring, but I'm in a very relaxed state. Yeah. And all of a sudden I feel these little, I, I see this little hand come up to my nose and start tickling <laughs> my mustache. And I thought it was him because that's such a little I shitty thing that. he would do. Yeah. <sighs> like if I fell asleep, right. he would do that. And it was like this weird little hand
1: tickling. Did you feel it? I
0: felt it and it freaked me and I jumped up and he's sound asleep.
1: <gasps> could you see the hand?
0: Faintly. It was like.
1: <sighs> I, I, I just had a vision that looked like kind of like trippy
0: it was was there
1: colors around it? no it it
0: was gray it was like black and white but it was like very hazy and it was just this little hand i thought it was his hand i thought he was just i thought i was like dozing and he was tickling my face and i felt it felt it on the bristles of my mustache and i like jumped up and he was sound asleep and then like 30 seconds later you walked in and we're like is he asleep yet yeah and i was like
1: yeah you're like the the weirdest thing just (laughs) happened
0: so I I don't know what that was, mm. but I have a theory, and I it's out there. What is it? It's out there. I told you don't. Actually. No, I no, I don't <laughs> oh, remember. Really, really? Oh, okay. Anyway. First of
1: all, you told me this the other night when I was
0: half asleep. Right. So I have like, a I fine don't... window. <laughs>
1: a very fine, fine. Window. I mean, we're
0: talking like from like nine sixteen p.m. to like nine twenty two p.m.
1: Yeah, like the the kids are both asleep right now. It's 10, 10. Is that what that says?
0: 10, 13. 10, oh, sorry. You need your glasses. Oh my God. <laughs>
1: um, and here's the thing. I'm already, I'm like.
0: Right. I don't know how we're going to get through this. We're going to do it. Okay. We're going to
1: power through.
0: Okay. But anyway, so there's a fine window when I fine. can explain things to you. So anyway, this is my far out theory with this. I think mm. our five-year-old. Okay. Astral projects and runs around the house and does stuff shitty things shitty little things in the dream world
1: yeah I, i'm not shocked at that because at like
0: i wasn't terrified of it you know what i mean like it wasn't like like normal sleep it prep. was like silly like it was he like would a do. silly shitty little thing he would do
1: yeah it was him
0: i think 100 percent it was him he
1: was probably dreaming about right. doing that i think
0: we, i think our wavelength synced up like mm-hmm. he was just entering the sleep state yeah and probably leaving his <laughs> body to do this.
1: Almost like when you and Rocco have yeah. experiences.
0: Yeah. We've I've talked about that timeless Yeah. Time you know,
1: and time again. But
0: yeah, but it's it, it could be. It's like this weird it's just like he hit it at the right moment, and I think he was just tickling my nose. Like I didn't hear anything. It wasn't like any laughing or anything hmm. like that, but I wasn't terrified. It was just like, what is like it catches you off guard because yeah. you're like, what is going on? But it was just this little shitty hand. Not a shitty hand. It was just oh, like shitty a
1: hand. <laughs> <laughs> we say that out of a term of endearment. Yeah, it's in a term of home.
0: endearment when we say shitty, because it's like pepper does shitty things to me. <laughs> the dogs do shitty things all the time.
1: It just means you're pranky.
0: Yeah, it's like pranking. Yeah. Like uh playful. Yeah. Trickstery.
1: Yes. We call it shitty. <laughs> <laughs> Our and, elf... we all... and the focus is always nico
0: <laughs> i'm the victim and our our elf on a shelf is also named shitty
1: right Smitty.
0: well his name is smitty but for
1: the children but <laughs> it comes we, out we shitty. call him shitty
0: yeah, because he's a shitty little elf but anyway so that happened and i just i think that's what he's doing i don't know if he knows you he's gotta doing... try it again right i don't know if he, yeah it's just I think it's that right timing where yeah the music put us in that like wavelength, that zone. Yeah, and and he, he just... always
1: wants you next to him in bed too. Like I know he it's, it's he a loves sleeping with. Us. It's a
0: problem. <laughs> like we let him sleep in the bed with us when he was a infant
1: baby worship. Remember?
0: Yeah, it was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and now he comes in almost every night.
1: Mm-hmm. And well, we always gave our older one his own room,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and before we moved into our nice new home here they always we always had a two-bedroom place
0: yeah they always shared a room.
1: so but when the little guy was a baby the older one had his own room mm-hmm. and the baby stayed in our room mm-hmm. and we just uh, big big mistake <laughs>
0: yeah cut that shit off
1: although he is the most confident yeah like a child i've ever met in my life yeah,
0: it's yeah, so it's,
1: there is all, something to it it's
0: all a balancing act if you it's, want
1: an extremely confident extremely strong-willed child then
0: then do that do but, that
1: but cut it off that.
0: after like two just oh, yeah. don't let it happen again but we've always had tiny places you're right yeah so it's just like i don't think he knows what to do with his own no
1: room. he's, right. just he's like, got his own room now he's like
0: i've got to go into that right. anyway so that happened, and then you had kind of a spooky thing happen. Not really spooky, well, but...
1: Well, sp- real life, sp- you know how, like, real life events can be just freaky? Yeah. That's what it was. So, should I explain it?
0: I would give a little backstory, because this is interesting. Ooh,
1: this is fresh.
0: <laughs> happened this morning.
1: Fresh off the press. So it's Columbus Day today. Mm-hmm. Kids are off of school.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So you're home Mm -hmm. with the little guy Mm -hmm. doing some projects and whatnot. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I am out with the big dude, Mm -hmm. me and my older son, and my mom. Mm -hmm. And what do we decide to do? We grab some breakfast, of course. And then we decide to go to the cemetery. (laughs)
0: just normal normal behavior
1: normal behavior you know doesn't everybody do this uh we like going to the cemetery it gives us all a very i was just gonna say a grave sense of comfort by the way
0: a grave sense of comfort yes Hmm. um interesting choice of words i know
1: and so even nico and i we would when we first started dating we would walk through cemeteries together
0: yeah, and we'd go visit dead loved ones,
1: dead loved ones. But we'd also go through cool cemeteries. Yeah, because we just like a fun thing like to doing do. it. Okay. Anyway, um, so we go to the cemetery where my grandparents are buried, and uh, you know, we get out of the car and we do our visit. And I just recently, I I take care of the flowers there, um, and I take care of the flowers probably what, seasonally. Yeah yeah so we just did it what two weeks ago yeah we got some really nice bouquets going yeah for the fall season um and so and then i go visit all the time just to see how the flowers are doing and you know they're fake whatever and then just i'm always making sure you know the everything looks good and i just i visit them um even though i know they're not there i just it gives me a lot of comfort so I mean, they are there no physical yeah of course but i their mean bodies are in yes but their <laughs> spirits know. are I not just hanging at the cemetery you know i but i always envision them there with me when i'm when i'm there anyway mm-hmm. it brings me very close to them again um and my older son same thing you know what he can remember of them he just adored so anyway We're doing our thing, you know, we're putting rocks up there on there on the top of their gravestone and, you know, cleaning it off and, you know, all this stuff. Um, My mom had bought some pumpkins. uh, So she put those there the other day and we were just kind of like sprucing it up again. We get back in the car and we drive around and we go to where my great grandparents are buried now. So this is my grandfather's parents and also buried there at their grave is a baby in our family that was um we had a lot of stillborns and mm-hmm. things like that in our family um especially i would say i mean Thank goodness, like, it kind of stopped with the new generation, meaning me and my cousins. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, our parents, not my mom, but, you know, a lot of stuff, crazy stuff went on uh, with that sort of thing. Gene and actually, a curse. I was just going to say, you've actually talked about that. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, my great-grandparents are there with a baby that's, um was stillborn of a cousin of mine, um, my second cousin. And um, I, I, you know, I was talking to my son about it and I was like, yeah, you know, it's, I I remember being at this funeral, like it it was very sad because, you know, I just can't imagine losing that, you know, what, wow, how much pain they must've felt at the time. And, you know, and there were a bunch of flowers there. And um, anyway, it was, it's just a, I find it I find it like a comforting weird experience. And especially just talking about it sometimes. When my older one gets kinda, of, you know, and he has questions about those sort of things. It's just like it there's a weird comfort to that. Yeah. That that he wants, he has questions about it. And how did you feel? And what was this feeling about? I don't know. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> excuse me, we get back in the car and My mom didn't get out of the car at that point. Um, So she stayed in the car and we drive and we drove through the cemetery more and an an area that we have never driven before. So sort of out of the loop where my whole family is buried and we go over and we find this part of the cemetery where it's a baby cemetery. So there's a big theme going on right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at my baby cousin's grave. Then we find this baby cemetery by a local hospital here. And so we're reading it from the car. So the two of us get out, my son and I get out and we go up and there's a statue there. And it's a beautiful saying, um, you know, like just about being like held, you know, by God and angels and stuff like that and how there's little angels and it was quite beautiful. And so, but here are the all, all these tiny little graves and they were the kind that are like in the ground. You know, nothing is mm-hmm. like a big tombstone, right? All the babies' ones are sort of always like in the ground, like a rock kind of thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And we're looking around <clears throat> and I go back to the car and I say to my mom, this is just a baby cemetery right now. I'll explain the whole thing to her. You know, this is like the hospital that pretty much we were all, that I was born in. Our other son was born in like a lot of most of my family was born. in. so she was like, oh, my gosh, wait a minute. She said. You should see if my. Brother and sister are buried there.
0: Right. So give the backstory. So now the
1: backstory. So my mom. um, Has two brothers, an older brother and a younger brother. She's in the middle. And. In 1959, my grandmother, um, unfortunately lost two babies, um, after she had the three. So they would have been the youngest and they were twins. And, um, yeah, I, it's, it's a crazy story. I'm just trying, I want to get sort of the facts straight without telling too much information, but, um, They didn't make it. And she went the full nine months and she was very sick. The doctor came to the house for a visit. He said, go to this, go to the hospital. And um, I guess the the story is the little girl who would have been my aunt Mm -hmm. didn't make it. Like, I guess was born a stillborn. Mm -hmm. The boy survived though. And we were, well, my grandmother really didn't tell me much about this, but my mom was told by my grandmother that, you know, he, he lived a little, a little bit, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. my mom always said like an hour or two, you know, that's Mm -hmm. kind of what they envisioned um, before he passed away. Very sad, gut-wrenching, you know, it's just one of those things, like, I can't imagine anyone going through something like this. I know it happens all the time. Just thinking about my grandmother, how strong she must've been, the whole thing, like, anyway, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, let me look. Because here's the thing. No one ever told anyone in my family where these babies are buried. It's a mystery,
2: Mm -hmm. an
1: actual mystery. Like my grandfather, old school Italian, took care of it. That's all he said. That's all he told people. I took care of it. What did that mean? We didn't know. But the thing is, we assumed they were buried somewhere because... Also, being old school, he would do it proper, you know? Mm -hmm. But anyway, okay. So she's like, look, look and see. Oh my gosh, maybe, because this is something we've been talking about for years. Where do you think these babies are? She's like, where do you think my brother and sister are? Like, it's always a thing. Like, she talks about it with her brothers to this day. They talk, they discuss it. Mm -hmm. My great aunt talks about it. Um, it's a
0: family mystery. It's a
1: no family one mystery. No one knew where the babies were buried. Um, so, okay. I'm looking around and my son, we're looking around and uh, no, there was, everything was, it looked like this little baby cemetery was, it started in the eighties because I didn't see anything below the 1980s on these little gravestones. Um so, Ooh, it was so sad in there though. I felt such like sadness and, you know, I got very emotional and, um, yeah, it was just, it, it's, it's crazy just to see, because I, you know, I, I think it's just because you're just like, you're in a area yeah, with just little babies, you know what I mean? You're, yeah. you're thinking and I, of course, and then everything's going through my head, like every emotion, you know, mm-hmm. how parents must've felt blah, 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 blah. So I get it together. <laughs> so I go back to the car. I'm like, no, it's not there. And I switch to my mom, eighties, eighties up. She's like, okay. Hmm. And then she's like, you know what? She's like, wait a minute, let's take a ride to this other cemetery. <laughs> we were all for it. Um, where my, um, so it would have been my great, it's my great grandmother and great grandfather are buried and it's in a different area different side of town um and i said okay and my son of course was like yeah definitely you know so because at this point we're investigators mm-hmm. you know that's how we're feeling we're like ready to rock and roll with some investigation here now you know oh uh, because now we have to get to the bottom of these where are the babies mm-hmm. so finding it was a little bit of a feat
2: mm-hmm.
1: we found the wrong cemetery at first 'Cause it's next to another cemetery. We finally find it, and there's a main office. So she goes in, and this was literally just a shot in the dark. Mm-hmm. Literally just a shot in the dark. She goes in. Your mother. My mother. And comes back out and is like shaking. And she's like, I have the information. And I was like, what? And she gave, she said, I, I gave her the last name. And I told her and she said, I'll be right back. And she came back with a little yellow what like like index card. And there it was. Baby boy blank. I'm not gonna give his last name, but baby boy blank. And it gave a lot of detail, like how long he lived. The date he they were, okay, but this is the weirdest thing. There were, there was two, there were right. two and it only has one baby. Right. Only one baby. Right. Okay. So my mom was like, oh, weird. And there, there, there should have been two though. And she was like, well, they probably buried them together. And maybe the other index card got lost because it was the fifties. You know, we, we do things so differently now. She was like, but I bet if you go over there, they're going to be buried together.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I was like, oh my God. So we we all get back in the car and um like the index card said like baby boy was like he was alive for 14 hours. Yeah. You know, we crazy. all we all we didn't picture that. Like that's something that was very shocking to us too and very heartbreaking to think like right. my grandparents were like with this baby for 14 hours before he passed away, you know? Mm-hmm. So but They were born on August 24th, Mm -hmm. um, 1959, Mm -hmm. and it's just the one baby, well, maybe both, buried the next day Mm -hmm. on the 25th of August, 1959. So we start driving. The cemetery is overwhelming, overwhelming, humongous, crazy, overwhelming. So I start driving, and I'm like, "I I just stop. These two really nice people that work at the cemetery, two guys on like this golf cart basically thing, were like, can we help you? And I was like, yes, because they gave us a map. Mm
2: -hmm. Okay.
1: And first we wanted to find where my great grandparents were. And so they were like, okay, we'll bring you, just follow us. And on the way, and of course we explained the baby thing on the way, we'll, we'll point to you where the baby cemetery is. And so you'll know where that is to go back. I said, okay, great. So we follow these guys. They stop and I stop and he gets out. He goes, okay, right there is where the baby cemetery is. He said, but I don't want you going over there today because it was just sprayed with pesticides. So don't go over there, please. Mm -hmm. Uh, Come back in two to three days He Mm -hmm. goes, it's just not safe. And we were like, okay. And we were like, still a mystery. It's still a mystery.
0: mystery
1: so anyway, we go to my great, my great-grandparents grave. It's interesting because I do remember going here like once or twice maybe, but never knowing that my aunt and uncle are buried there too. But, um, yeah, anyway, it was just so weird. It's just so odd. So we're looking at this gravestone. It's kind of like weirdly tipping over for my, my great-grandmother lived to be 96 years old. She was a very interesting woman <laughs> to say the least, but I feel her very much. I feel her presence a lot. And our son, our little guy, has the same birthday as her. Um, my great grandfather, her husband, he was oh, he was just what I've heard. He's just an amazing guy. He was amazing. He was a fire chief, and he had a nickname for me. He called me Tootie Bell, and he died um, a year after. I was born. So we had a, a year together, um, but my great grandmother lived to be 96. I knew her all the way through college.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, this woman was like there mm-hmm. in my life, you know, she
2: still pops up. And
1: she's still popping up. Anytime I have a reading, like a psychic reading, a medium reading, wherever she's the one. She mm-hmm. pushes everybody out of the way.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: I was so happy to finally find her, you know, where she was. Mm-hmm. And th- she's actually both her and her husband are buried with my um. With her mother there Mm -hmm. too, which was a surprise to see. We didn't expect that. Hmm. So here it is, the baby mystery. It's still a mystery. Right. We're going back in two to three days Mm -hmm. and we're going to see, we're going to see. Does it say baby boy blank and baby girl? If it only says baby boy, where's baby girl?
2: It's weird. It's
1: an unbelievable mystery. I just, everything's going through our heads with this thing. Mm Mm-hmm my grandfather absolutely wouldn't just bury one baby No, (laughs) like you know they were twins
0: it's weird Uh,
1: but listen they did not talk about it again that was it and no they're not around to ask anymore you know so So it's a very odd interesting and i'm I'm like, wearing my investigation hat.
2: Yeah,
0: this has literally been a family mystery since
1: 1959. Yeah, Very I excited. mean, like, pretty much, like no, no one, one knew—not knew, even my great aunt, who's my uncle, my well, my uncle, my great aunt, who's my grandfather's sister, mm-hmm. didn't know mm-hmm. where these babies were. It's crazy. Yeah, crazy. So that's a that was a big long ganda ganda story, but. you guys had an adventure very important and a big adventure it's wild you know you guys
0: got like a weird sense of closure even though it's not fully closed so
1: i'm so happy for my mom Mm -hmm. because she did Mm -hmm. she's very like damn like when she saw the like, I guess when you see something like that, it's kind of like, whoa, like this was real because as a kid, you know, it's like you hear it, and you know you hear it through the years. and not until you actually see that this really did but happen like, imagine like
0: going your whole life, knowing you had like two siblings that died, I know, and then, but never talking about them, right? Never see like, I'm sure they didn't go to the funeral because obviously it was like the next day, yeah. Like, no one talked about it. It's so crazy to think about.
1: I know. It's I just... don't think there was any fear. I think my grandfather literally just did it by himself, mm-hmm. you know, and just with a priest, two of them, boom, and got it done, you know, as quick as possible. But what if the girl was still alive? Shh. Well, that's the craziest thing. Right. What if we go there and it doesn't say anything about a baby girl?
0: That's craziness. That's going to be a Another
1: fucking crazy thing to deal with. Another mystery. With. Another mystery.
0: Always a mystery.
1: There's, well, I'm not going to talk about the other mystery yet, but there's another mystery in my family. I'm not going to touch that one tonight, and you know what it is. Oh yeah. That's. I don't know if that's my mystery to tell, but mm-hmm. this one I felt like I was very. I mean, this would have been my aunt and uncle. You know, this is my mom. Like to see her, like go through this today and get some closure mm-hmm. for sure, but now now it's a it's not closed closed yet right it's crazy because we don't know what to expect and she said i think this was a sign from the universe today that they were pesticiding the Mm. joint because like somebody didn't want us to go there she felt like it was like whatever we were gonna see was gonna be shocking Mm. and we needed a minute
0: probably that's
1: how she felt so yeah yeah
0: that kind of goes into literally like everything we were kind of talking about earlier like with the synchronicities and stuff like the fact that our son has the same birthday as mm-hmm. like somebody like it's just so weird but i don't know that's a wild story absolutely wild i
1: know i mean you were like on the line with us the I whole know. time,
0: chomping at the bit i don't find out because i've heard about this now for seven years yeah and never gotten any answers no so it's like it's just really interesting
1: wild wild stuff more
0: interesting than the other stuff we were probably going to talk about tonight
1: probably because this is real like you know what i mean right this, this isn't like a hypothetical situation or could this be like this is real life
0: it's craziness but what were we going to talk about i don't want to just you done with that story I don't oh wow <laughs> I'm done. no i didn't, I didn't want to
2: like
1: <laughs> no you. but what i was going to say is to be continued if you guys are interested in knowing the rest of the story because I'll share it, you know, I'll yeah. share what we find out in two to three days.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. You should come with us. I will. I'll see if I can make it.
1: Okay.
2: <laughs>
0: no, it'll be fun. Never turn down a chance to go to a cemetery.
1: This this situation, though was different, but uh-huh.
0: yeah. But, yeah, this is very interesting. It'll be kind of cool.
1: So that's my mystery uh-huh of the evening
0: yeah so what else were we gonna talk about dogs oh the dogs there's dogs chaos magic
1: what are you looking at over there
0: the mental list i made
1: well why, why are you look on the floor there's nothing there
0: i just i'm acting it out i'm pretending i made notes are for you the kidding? show <laughs> gen x
1: oh we, boy
0: this is the problem with this show we talk all day long and have wild conversations we're like we got to remember that for the podcast and then it's like we come down to record it and it's like we can't recreate that we can't we can't
1: we had to have a we had to be miked
0: yeah i'm just gonna bug the house and just
1: take yeah. the
0: audio record anyway but
1: well what about gen x it's because age. you're obsessed with gen x
0: uh, all my friends are like Gen X. I've always had a kinship with the Gen Xers. So there's a very small list of millennials that I get along with. Yeah. Very small. I know. And most of them I've never met in person. They're like people I've (laughs) met through the show and stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I'm Gen X. Yeah. And I'm very proud to be. Mm hmm. Because me. I think everyone else is fucked up. Y'all. Even though we're probably the most fucked up.
0: I don't think you guys are, though. I have okay. some theories on it.
1: Well, we're a very small group. Mm-hmm. Um, raised very differently than everybody else.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I want to I hear your theories as an outsider looking into the Gen X world. Because, again, you have me and you have a, most of your friends. Yeah.
0: A lot of people I, I, I work with that I like grew up talking to like, you know, like my parents' friends that are younger than them, but yeah, in that like middle, I've just always connected with people that are like in that generation. And it's like the weird, cause what is the actual generation? Is it like 65 to like.
1: Let me actually look that up while we're talking. Yeah.
0: Cause I don't know. I just feel like y'all just didn't get affected by certain things. Okay. So like <clears throat> you have the boomers and they're all fucked up you know what I mean? They're all, they, I don't need to go into what kind of problems Mm -hmm. boomers have. I can speak about millennials because I am a millennial. I don't feel like I'm a millennial, but just knowing other millennials and the psychotic problems we have, I feel like, because a millennial starts in 1980, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like that's when they really started heavily fluorinating the water. Uh, You know, doing other stuff with like the pediatrics and sticking things in people and really Mm. ramping that up a lot you know autism kicked up in the 90s and stuff you know what I mean so like but I just feel like we were targeted especially like late 80s early 90s kids were just so targeted with like crazy shit from like cartoons to like just constant stimulation computers were becoming big like
1: you talked something about fear though.
0: Yeah. Like we, the best way I can describe this is as,
1: as millennials,
0: there is this, everyone says like daddy government and stuff like that. Like there is this deep rooted, like need to, what's the word I said? Um, I can't think of the word right now, Mm -hmm. but like we need satisfaction, not satisfaction. Oh, I mean, uh, like
1: um, approval?
0: Yeah, we need approval. We need like approval for everything.
1: You do though. It's like- You're the- very much like that. Yeah.
0: And it's like, I know this about myself and I'm constantly trying to change that. But there's this like deep rooted fear of like, is this good enough? does is a teacher going to approve of this is this going to pass and is
1: this a you're literally saying this is I, the whole I would, generation? i
0: mean i might be a little more fucked up than most people but like i would say as a whole like if you were to look at millennials as a whole
2: mm-hmm.
0: we have no initiative skills not myself i think i'm an outlier but mm-hmm. i think anyone would say that about themselves but i'm just being realistic here people i know that are my age mm-hmm. cannot take initiative Everything needs to be approved, whether it's the shirt you're wearing. So like I use this example, right? Gen Xers just don't give a fuck about anything. It's like if you like it, you're just gonna do it. Mm. And it doesn't matter. Yeah. You don't care. Like
1: give me a, like give me so an, example. an example.
0: Like you like a, a band, right? Yeah. And you go to put on their t-shirt. You're not yeah, you like it, so you don't give a fuck what anyone else thinks. No. You're just gonna wear the shirt.
2: Yeah. I can't
0: do that. Cause I like it's like ingrained in my head. Like, what do you mean is this gonna be? approved by like by who like society peers is
1: You're, this
0: okay to wear i'm just so much i i know this is like a fucked up problem but it's like i think this is a good way to kind of explain millennials. maybe
1: you have it on like um a more severe scale, probably because i have OCD. overall maybe, overall
0: like, it's like everyone wants approval and maybe I that's just
1: see that now actually when you think about it younger people
0: i constantly need approval Mm. whether it's and I know this about myself but what like even if I clean a car I want like a manager at the shop to come in and look and tell me I did a good job mm-hmm. it's like tell me I'm pretty tell me I'm pretty tell me I'm pretty you know what I mean
1: oh god you are like that
0: no I know but I'm, I'm, I know this about myself and I'm trying to actively work on that yeah. but it's this weird fucked up deep-rooted thing and I know it comes from the school system everyone like training you it's indoctrination like you but
1: tv too.
0: tv too. everything it's like this is what your task is you have to complete the task and the teacher has to approve of it Mm. you know and then you go on to college and the professor has to approve of it then you go to your job and your boss has to approve of it Mm. and maybe one day if you're really lucky you'll get to be the boss it's like i don't think any millennial then you never see millennials as bosses and when they are they're terrible oh damn you know what i mean like they can't manage we can't manage anything well really yeah um, um
1: you think gen xers can
0: uh, you guys just don't care That's okay the, so
1: so give okay, let's start with this give, give me some traits that you see in us then
0: you're so laid back literally you cannot offend a gen xer explain <laughs> Like
1: <laughs> this cracks me up this no uh, it's so true these... like
0: you guys just don't get
1: you're not wrong by the way but go no ahead.
0: like you can talk about anything yeah you have childlike wonderment with everything <laughs> if I tell you something that you've never heard before you're like oh what's that like whereas if someone tells me something that I've never heard I'm like get the fuck away from me like don't talk I don't want to hear this I don't know this like you know what I mean it's a really
1: it's like you have to have known it first I have to
0: know it so I can say I oh yeah I know about that like so
1: it's cool like millennials have to like have the one-up cool. kind yeah, of thing we're like
0: a one-upper one-upper mentality but like we also that. can't take initiative <laughs> i don't know any other millennials out there that don't see themselves as millennials i reach out and tell me if i'm off with this because i'm again we don't prepare anything i'm just talking no, off no, the cuff no. here it's just like we don't have like the basic skills to survive like you just know how to like do things sometimes that i have to like actively learn how to do when like in just basic stuff like writing checks, setting up accounts, places like just dumb shit that, like, I noticed a lot of people my age just have no clue what to do. And I know it's 100% the school system. Like, wow. And then what else? Like
1: okay. So laid back.
0: Laid back. I'm not laid back. And I know I'm a different person. Obviously, I'm very neurotic yeah. and OCD and crazy adhd
2: all that stuff
1: and you so you're not just because i am really back but you're not just explaining me because you have a lot of friends that just to clear that up yeah that you're saying you see these same traits
0: see similar traits okay Okay. where and then like gen z the new ones yeah they're just all lazy like you know what i mean like they they don't do anything they're just on fucking snapchat and tiktok all day and yeah they live in their own little universe Mm -hmm. they're i don't even know where to start with them but like millennials just
1: you just take everything so personal
0: we do take everything per everything's like a. it all goes back to That's like that approval noticed. Yeah. it's like it's this approval sensitive too. sensitive we need approval like does this look okay am i wa- like again maybe this is just me but i noticed it among everyone
2: mm.
0: my age it's like we have to be cool without being too cool where you guys are just cool you don't give a fuck about it like literally you just like yeah, I'll do. Like, you know what I mean? You're down to try stuff.
1: <laughs> like, yeah.
0: Nothing. Uh, the thing is like nothing offends you guys.
1: No. Short of like,
0: uh, like, yeah, obviously if I came up and it was just like rude and really. That's insult,
1: different though. But like,
0: I... I'm not going to offend you with a joke. I'm not going to no. offend you like with a different perspective. No. Like millennials can't handle if someone doesn't have the same belief system as them. You know what I mean? Like yes and yes. I'm guilty of this too. I think like, what a fucking idiot. They don't they don't realize the moon landing was fake. They don't think 9-11 right. wasn't it like what a fucking moron. You know what I mean? We're, right.
1: You can't have a different perspective or idea.
0: Right. I'm very one-tracked mind with that kind of stuff. I'm trying to be more open-minded yeah. and be like, oh wait, you know, I I had to learn this stuff too. And mm-hmm. but whereas you guys, you're just more nurturing, I guess, welcoming. You you like give everyone a shot <laughs> like you know what I mean
1: well, I'm just that's, that's nice I it's nice know that you're saying that yeah we're so but there's so few of us right really in the world there's right. so I few. feel
0: like every, you just got overlooked by like the propaganda we were the
1: lost generation yeah that's what they used to call us
2: yeah
0: like there was definitely propaganda I'm not saying there wasn't
1: yeah but like of
0: you guys just didn't get affected by like the same shit the boomers did because they're all fucking nuts mm-hmm my parents, your parents, like yeah, they're all crazy. And then the millennials were just so fucked up. I know Nickelodeon had a big deal to do with that. Mm. Like think of like SpongeBob. Like I grew up watching SpongeBob mm-hmm. when it first came out. Like I remember the and it's just so that constant stimulation, like in your face. Like cartoons now are out of control. The shit like our yeah. little guy watches.
1: Yeah. No, they are.
0: Like that show Gumball. It's like, too much. That's just like
1: handle that. it's yeah. too
0: way too much. But like, we got it on like this subliminal level where we're just like, I don't know, everything was just like targeting us to buy stuff. We're very like material, consumer oriented, like we need to get the next thing. You got to like, I had this problem growing up where I had to have every toy in the collection. Mm -hmm. I couldn't just get like an action figure. I had to have the whole set. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like, again, this is all just be me, but I noticed it. Among other people as well.
1: Okay, so what else do you notice in Gen X?
0: You just want to hear about. Yourself.
1: I just want to hear. I just want to hear how cool we are. <sighs> no, but I, I'm serious. I. What else?
0: I think. You guys didn't have like my parents were so. Like controlling, and like. Fearful of everything, like mm. we were. We could do some stuff. But like, they were very, or it it's like, you guys would just be off in the woods. Mm-hmm. At, the, your parents didn't know where you were sometimes.
2: No.
1: They just
0: hoped and prayed that you went to yeah. school and came back at some point.
1: Pretty much. I like, mean.
0: I remember, so this is like just an example. I was in seventh grade, right? This yeah. Before I had my first cell phone. Okay. And I stayed after school. So like, you know where my parents house so I was yeah. on this big mile long road. Yep. So I stayed after school. Forgot to tell my parents I was staying after school, took the late bus and the late bus dropped me off at the end of the road. It didn't drive down the road. It dropped me off at the end. So I had to walk about a mile home
2: Mm.
0: and like my mom's calling the school. Everyone like it was like everyone went into fucking panic mode because they didn't know where I was. And here I am just walking up like I wasn't scared to walk up the street or anything, but like everyone like went into full panic mode because no one knew. Like, my mother didn't know where I was. Right. Whereas, like, you have probably never experienced that problem. No. (laughs) Or any of my Gen X friends have probably never, like, maybe if you showed up, if you weren't home by, like,
1: 11 o'clock. I I said this before. We had to be home when the sun came down. Right. Yeah.
0: But, like, I'm talking, like, I would get home at, like, Mm 2.45 normally. I got home at, like, 3.15.
1: Oh, it was like that short of a yeah. amount? Because I was going to say, of course they'd be looking. I mean, if we we're expected right, so, like, at a certain time, it was like, it's not like they'd be like, whatever. There's still parent responsibility at hand a little right. bit. And I'm guilty of this with like our that's kids. a short amount
2: Right.
0: I mean, I'm talking like maybe a 40 minute at most yeah. gap between when I, like, what if I came home and just like had to poop and forgot <laughs> to call my parents? Like, because they used to make me call the second I got home. And I have to mm. shut off the security system. Okay. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah, it was a thing. But like, what if I like just forgot to call? Like, they called the school. They're like calling the they bus company in with everybody. Everybody, and it's like, Damn. and then the next day, like they got me a cell phone, so that would never like happen again. And it was one of those big, like it was like my dad's old phone. Oh my god! They like added a new that's number funny. to right. But I'm just saying, like that's the type of like overbearing stuff.
1: Okay, okay, I got gotcha. you.
0: You know what I mean? like, And I'm guilty of it too with our little guy. Like, the teachers are so involved now. Like,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I don't know. It's just weird. Like, when I was going through school, it was like when these teachers started getting too involved. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. You know what I
0: mean? Like, getting too, and I'm not just talking about, like, the creeps that are way too involved with them. But, like, just, like, did your parents know any of your teachers' names? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't
1: remember my teachers' names.
0: Right. But like, my parents would go to like, PTA meetings, PTO,
1: Um, maybe open houses and stuff. I mean, I don't know. I really don't remember. And I don't I don't think so.
0: Right. I'm just saying like, the school got too involved with stuff. Mm. They're starting to like, and I'm not saying this is bad. There's balance with everything. Like, obviously, if a kid's falling behind or your teacher's noticing something they see them more than parents do like hey bring this to your attention but there's just this like some of these teachers are too righteous and they want to like try to step in Mm. and like make decisions that parents should be you know what i'm saying Like, oh
1: i do i mean
0: but i'm saying we were the start of that and it's like it fucked us up Mm -hmm. we can't do anything now we're very afraid to take risks we're very and it's all part of the programming like we i'm trying to break that I would say I'm kind of a rebel in some mm-hmm, ways.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like my parents told me if I didn't go to college, I would be a failure. So I went to college. They were going to kick me out of the house, which I, in hindsight, oh I know gosh. they wouldn't have done. You know what I mean? Like I was making good money as a yeah. 17 year old. And they're like, you got to go to college. And I was like, okay. And like one of my English teachers in high school told my mother, That I would be a great English teacher one day. And she got that in her head. And that was it. And that was it. She was like, you're going to go be an English teacher. My
1: gosh. And I
0: was like, I don't want to be an English teacher. (laughs) You know what I mean? You tried it. And I did it. I went through the school. Went to university. I went two years community college and university. I was like, this fucking sucks. Hmm. This is the stupidest waste of fucking money ever. But I was already balls deep into the program. And like a semester away from graduating. So I was like might as well finish at this point right and i don't use this expensive english degree anymore gen x nineteen i was right 1965 to
1: 1980 but there's they're saying here 1980 it's not people in the 1980s No, that's the cutoff
0: that's the cutoff yeah. right but i would i would even argue that 65 is too old yeah i would say like 70s 70 to 72. I feel like
1: it's just like the 70s. Yeah, I would say like 71
0: to 79 is like Gen X. Like the... Because like 65 is too close to Like the cream
1: of the crop of Gen X. Right,
0: the golden years. (laughs) Like if you were a teenager in the 90s, between like 94 and 99. Yeah. That's like what I would consider a real Gen -er. Mm Xer. But like...
2: I don't know. Yeah. This is
0: just because maybe that's what I was watching on TV. I'm just trying to psychoanalyze myself. Like watching these shows with like teenagers in them would have been that age, yeah, roughly, give or take. And it's like, did I just look up to this type of stuff? Like, and that's why I like you guys so much. Or, hmm. but my parents had a lot of friends that were like roughly that a couple years older, born in like the early set, like seventy to seventy three. Okay. And, like, I just connected with them better. Like, you know what I mean?
1: You've got a Gen X soul,
0: but, I often but wonder, you don't
1: have the it in your head, in your heart yet, you
0: know? No, I'm like a Gen Xer that was not born in the right era.
1: Yeah. So you're all fucked up. So, like, like,
0: I want to be like you guys. Yeah. But I can't because I have all this so let's, brainwashing. Let's say,
1: so, you want to be like us because we're laid back?
0: I want to be more laid back. We
1: wear any band t shirt we we want. That's not the.
0: But like, you guys just go with the flow. There's nothing that like stops you. Like I'm so narcissistic, maybe and OCD and crazy that it's like if something doesn't go right, I just want to burn it all down. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if we're recording this episode, you do. Like if we're recording an episode and like I mess up something, I'm like just fucking delete it all. And you're like, no, you can just go edit that little part. Right. And I can't, I can't do that. Like if I'm painting something and I mess up, I want to just destroy it.
1: You do this all the time.
0: It's very dramatic.
1: Just the other day, and I was like, "No, all we have to do is fix this." Like it's it's
0: it's a problem. It's like this again. This could just be me, but I've noticed now that I'm 31. I'm a billion seconds old. Isn't that crazy to think about? I am one billion seconds old. You are. Yeah.
1: Did you look that up? I did. it takes
0: 31 well technically i'm not a billion seconds yet it's Mm -hmm. 31.7 years is 1 billion seconds isn't that insane and then they want to tell us that people have a billion dollars or that they're able to produce a billion pokey things to inoculate the planet like in a short time like it's not possible it would take 31 years just to count to a billion and these people how do these people know they have that much money I don't think it's real. I think it's all a facade.
1: yeah, how do you actually know if you have a billion dollars? That's what I'm saying it would you take you
0: 31.7 years to count that money. <laughs> just one billion and they're telling us Elon Musk is buying Twitter for 40 fucking billion dollars. Who's counting this money? How do you count that high? I
1: don't know. You can't. right. We're just taking them their words for
0: right. it right. It's all an illusion
1: It's an illusion. It's
0: an illusion. I'm telling you that's a off that see
1: you're yeah so let's get back on the topic. I, gen x is funny. cool
0: i've never met a gen Xer i didn't get along with yeah and millennials suck <laughs> there's some cool millennials they
1: just there. suck
0: but like overall I,
1: yeah
0: as a as a generation
1: mm.
0: as a culture like we suck
1: apparently gen x is like useless though you know we're not like the that's what they say about us I don't believe that. I
0: mean, you guys got your own type of like indoctrination where like no one cared about you and you just. (laughs) No one. No one cared. Didn't matter.
1: No one cared. Fend for ourselves, which made us tougher.
0: Right. We're not tough overall. Millennials are not tough. Like we're crybabies.
1: Like do you ever see those? I love those uh, reels or videos when it's like Gen X hits like their shoulder on Mm -hmm. the wall, like in the door. And they're just like, just look at it. Then it's like, you go down the line and it's like, at the end, it's like, ah, like a baby. like
0: Millennials fall over, want to sue everyone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just saying. I know I I could probably, if I was prepared, have better arguments for this, but like, millennials just suck. Like, I'm scared for the future. That's a
1: big, though, statement, because that's a lot of people you're talking about. I'll
0: stand by it. I'll stand by it. 100. There, I'm not saying every single. There's always outliers. But as an overall, like if people took yeah. the the mean, okay. the median, like the average millennial. Yeah. Fucking sucks mm. and is useless. Okay. You know what I mean? I'm not saying they can't change and be better. It's all programming. It's mm-hmm. it's a part the system's working. You know, so many people are saying the system's broken. No, the system's working exactly how it's supposed to work right now. Mm-hmm. It is creating completely useless, dumb Slaves, basically, mm. just mindless consumers that just go to the nine to five and work. Nice. The system's working perfectly; it's not broken. Right. You just ag- see, you just agree with me. If another millennial was here, they'd be like, "No, the system is doing it." Like you're just like, "Yeah." Well, I
1: do agree. I mean, <laughs> it's not to agree. It sounds great. Yeah, it sounds very agreeable.
0: Uh huh. So anyway, that's my spiel. Well, we I'm- don't
1: just agree. We all we have opinions. But you know what we want to do? Have fun.
0: Yeah. You guys are like little like grown little kids. That's the best and
1: way. We do like things we really enjoy, like work in record stores till right. we're like farmers, 60. Markets. farmers markets. Yeah, like i don't know, art, art art stores. Right. You know. Um chase
0: your dreams. Be
1: bartenders and be in bands. Yeah. That's what we do.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and i i'm i'm not gonna say that's so bad because yeah. i think it's pretty fucking cool
2: right
0: and we're like, I,
1: I can't imagine like
0: so i want to hear I, in your perspective it's probably
1: now. because you're right no one cared enough for us to push us to be other things <laughs>
0: right but
1: but that gave us the free will you guys are
0: all pretty again there's always outliers i'm talking in generalities here like
1: that gave us the free will to be like
0: you guys are under the radar
1: fuck it right we can do whatever we want i guess right right yeah now
0: i want to hear a gen xers perspective on millennials because i just gave you a millennial's perspective on gen xers i have a lot of respect you know know obviously
1: yeah Oh, well, I mean, I'm with you, right? So that didn't bother me too much, but I do see...
0: I want to hear some negative traits of myself. I find
1: things very entertaining rather than, like, you know me, than, like, oh, like, complaining to be, like, negative, but I I would say whiny.
0: Very whiny, yeah. You
1: know? Uh, Again, this isn't just you. I'm just saying, in in general, um, very, like like you said okay it for, so from a few millennial girlfriends that i've met um, very worried about girlfriends folks very <laughs> worried about the way they're perceived mhm you know what yeah. they like you said what they're wearing um, what are
0: others going to think of them it's that approval we yeah. all need approval yeah
1: now i'm just freshly thinking this right now because i'm just but um neurotic yeah neurotic is another one um because i had these two friends at the same time millennial girlfriends and different girls different personalities but same traits Mm -hmm. so i'm kind of feeding off of that um yeah i i would say we can't
0: be wrong either we have a hard time being told no and that we're wrong
1: there's a lot of arguing with We like guys.
0: to, we think we're debating, but we're just throwing temper tantrums. Yeah. You know I what I mean? can see that. I'm like, trying to be very re- delicate here. Don't I don't want delicate. to be
1: insulting. Insult
0: everyone. I don't fucking care. I'm, um, I'm saying millennials suck and I'm a millennial. You know mm, what I mean? Mm. It's, we are, we're whiny. And like, I wouldn't, if I had to hire an employee I would not hire a millennial. I would not. I would hire an older person.
1: So what are the eight? What, what's the oldest millennial right now?
0: 40. Wow. No, 42.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah because, because if they were it born ends in, in the 80s. That's 80. It, if it ends in 80, mm-hmm. how old are you? Like say 70. Oh, uh, Starting at 80, how old would you be right now? 42. That makes a lot of sense.
0: And it's, I'm telling you, it was all done on purpose to, but- there's some like talents that, you know what I mean? Like there's, it, it always blends a little bit. It's not just a cut and there, there's people born in 80 that are obviously very successful and mm-hmm. driven and still laid back.
1: Of course.
0: You know what I mean? But I'm telling you, like us always 90s be kids.
1: Exceptions and different people, you know, personalities and things like that. But yeah, overall you're saying,
0: like the, the Gen X aloofness and laid backness was like pounded out of us in the nineties. Like y- if you do this, you're a fucking weirdo and you need to be part of like it, they pound out individuality where I feel like they didn't get you guys that well. I think they tried to in the school system and stuff, but mm-hmm. I think the teachers were just like, what do we do with these ones? You know what I mean? But I'm saying that in a good way. Like, we're not going to change their mind. Their brains aren't fluorinated enough. Like, we're not going to.
1: Yeah, I guess you're right. They don't have enough mercury fillings
0: in their teeth. Yeah, like maybe. I don't know. There's not enough. They're not obese enough. Like, you know what I mean?
1: No, you can't be obese if you're never home. Like, honestly. That's
0: what I'm saying. I just feel
1: like my generation, we were just out running. Around constantly, we
0: just watched Teen Wolf.
1: I didn't know any fat kids growing
0: We just watched Teen Wolf (laughs) with our five year old, he loved it. But they had the one fat kid, it's like an average, the fat kid on the team, yeah, is like just a normal guy now, right? Like just a normal dude,
1: right? It's like everybody,
0: (laughs) right? And he was the fat guy,
1: right? Right,
0: and he was probably like 220 pounds.
1: So crazy to think about, yeah.
0: And the fat people now, I mean, we're pushing 600.
1: Oh, god. but you're right.
0: You know what I mean? It was just like, I- I'm telling you, it's you guys just didn't get the fluoride enough. They mm-hmm. didn't, they didn't pound you down enough. They tried to for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not because like, you guys were in high school in the 90s. So like, mm-hmm. this was starting. Mm-hmm. But like, they got us when we were young, right at that right age. I was born in 91. Oh, and I was just... Yeah. Terrified. You
1: were ripe for it right there.
0: Innocent, scared of my own shadow. And I was just terrified. <sighs> yeah, you know, that's another
1: thing. I don't know if I said it. A lot of fear. There's mm-hmm. a lot of, you guys are scared.
0: Fear and constantly craving approval.
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's too bad.
0: It sucks. But like, again, these are things I've come to terms with. But
1: Maybe my generation should have been more, I don't know. I don't think so. Mindful of other <laughs>
2: i don't know it's just
1: not that we're not mindful of others but just kind of like maybe a little bit more fearful everything wait are we assholes
0: you guys can definitely come across as assholes but you're not huh you know what i mean almost like wondering a little snooty but not really like you know what i
1: mean interesting okay
0: but again this is this is just my perspective of it it's like you guys are the cool kids. we people. don't
1: have anything to be snooty about no
0: like you guys were the cool kids and i always felt like the weirdo little guy like trying to hang out with the older kids
1: mm.
0: you know what i mean yeah so i was always intimidated but then once you talk to you guys there's like nothing intimidating about you no. in know like
2: you know what i mean
1: yeah ah. but, but but like you're saying most of us, we just live our lives without like worrying what other people think. I think Right. And
0: I, I respect that. I want to be more like that because still I worry about, it. like, even though. I'm but you're getting-
1: right. Think about the boomers and the millennials that like, even were after like trying to give me advice on what I, my Instagram, my modeling accounts and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. like, Aren't you like people are gonna see this? Aren't you like not embarrassed, but like, no,
0: they try to shame you, they yeah, try all, to shame
1: me. It's all shame I'm and so, fear that I love to do, right? Right, and it's like, why? Like, it's, it's cool for me, I don't know. And they're like, yeah, but like, you look like you're so into yourself when you do this, like, but, what? Like, but, but I'm that's not, yeah, but like, so
0: right there, so that's,
1: that's so, so explain that to me because right. to me. No, I'm just doing what everybody else is doing. like.
0: Right. But this is the thing. It's like millennials can't handle it when they can't do something someone else is doing. So oh, instead okay. of saying like, this, this is just from my personal experience and seeing stuff like, and I know this about myself. And mm-hmm. again, I'm working on these things. But like, if I see someone doing something, I can't, instead of being like, oh, that's so cool. My initial thought is fuck that guy you know what i mean Do
1: you get like jealous
0: yeah it's like this weird like oh fuck him that's not even that cool but then i have to backtrack and be like no that is cool i just don't i
1: think that that's like a regular like human reaction i think
0: it's really drilled into this in particular yeah because i don't get that from any of the gen xers i know you know what i mean
1: are you like fuck that guy you do better and then do it better or you just like fuck that guy and
0: No, it's like I don't know what that is, so fuck it. I don't like change. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not going to look at that. Oh my
1: god, you're so like that.
0: Uh-huh. And then like I come around to it and then yeah, and, the but then I I get that thing where it's like I could do that better. That's not even that co- like look what he did. And then you get they we're like judgmental on oh shit goodness. that we don't even know how to do. Like oh i just struck a chord cur- with you because look you at that death like glare
1: that. Mm-hmm. i hate that
0: <laughs> and i, I know and that. again this could just be me i'm not painting i am painting you with a broad brush but like these are people i grew up with these are people i went to high school with i went to college with
1: people. and you're a very like you observe people to the t that's I, I think a, that's just me this is a very good crazy weird maybe not so good trait of yours that you like know people like the back of your hand like you're very in tune
0: i am coming to terms with this empath thing and it's i've had it you are too you you are an empath but i'm gonna be better empath because i'm a millennial <laughs> you know what I mean? i'm gonna be a better one yes, no but sure no but i'm just saying like i can read people right away i mm-hmm. can tell a lot about someone just from basic interactions, yeah. like, and everyone can do this. This is not like some fucking superpower I have. No. You just have to pay attention. Look at some how some look at their body language. Look at how they talk. Mm-hmm. Look at uh, like you can just tell. I can tell right away like who's an abusive person, who's an asshole, who's not confident. Like I can just tell.
1: A confident person, uh, right? Yeah, I know you do. You're very good at that. So. Mm-hmm.
0: No, but it's this, like, we're just a fucked up, narcissistic, weird little generation that mm. I'm scared for the future. Oh. It's going to be up to the little guy's generation. What is he? What What's his generation?
1: I think it's called the savior generation. That
0: makes a lot of sense. Because, like.
1: I, I got to look this up. Because there was one point when we looked it up and there was, like, five different names because they were still on the fence.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But, I mean, we're just wing-wang in 240 here. If, if anyone is still listening at this point.
2: <laughs>
0: it's just concerning because it's like, I know how I am. And I know how other millennials are. And it's scary that one day we're going to be. Or is it just a natural progress? Like, are we just going to inherit that boomer thing? And we're just going to take on these traits? What are you looking up?
1: I'm looking this up. Let's see. All
0: right. So here's this idea, though. Like, do we just like because then there's slowly things that I'm.
1: So. This is so funny because like. Oh, wait, a boomer is 1955. Mm -hmm. To to 1964. Interesting. So Mm -hmm. what's after a boom like what's Gen first X.
0: oh before that's like the the golden age or the grant the greatest generation they call it because that's so like the my, world war ii my
1: mom isn't that yeah my mom's born in 1953 mm-hmm. so that's interesting she's <clears throat> not even considered a boomer but she's so young acting
0: because she's a witch
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't spill all the secrets here nico all right Gen X, we already talked about that. Um, yeah, 42 to forty to 57, they're saying. Millennials, 1981, well, 1980 is the cusp, to mm-hmm. 1996. Mm-hmm. So they're between 26 and 42. And Gen Z is 1997 to 2012, which were are ages 10 to 25 right now. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see what. So the big guys oh, are Gen Z.
0: They're called alphas? Jesus Christ. Yep. The Munchkin generation. So
1: from 2010 to 2024 is Generation Alpha.
0: Mm. That's interesting. And that kind then, of goes into like Great Reset type stuff.
1: And then, and so it follows that Generation Beta will uh-huh. be 2025 to 2039. Interesting. So that
0: makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Alpha. Yeah, because they're gonna yeah. reset the planet. Yep, and they're gonna use the Skadoochkins, the little Munchkin crews,
1: mm-hmm.
0: to they take are over.
1: Are though these new kids? I swear, and we call them the the just mm-hmm. because there's no other word to describe. Mm-hmm. They're so. What different. was the year
0: though for the Skadoochkin generation 2010. Alpha? Did <laughs> it say 2010. No,
1: 2013, right? Or was it? Yeah, maybe one alpha
2: generation. That's
0: crazy. Anyway, a lot of dead air on this one, but uh,
2: yeah.
1: So it says all children born in or after two thousand ten. The majority of the demographic is twelve years of age. Okay. So, I guess they're. Our oldest is consider that too.
0: After two thousand ten, he was born in two thousand ten. Yeah. So he's still born he's... in or after. Oh, okay.
1: He's on the cusp.
0: He's on the cusp. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I don't. I never understood these generations, but.
1: So general, this is interesting. General characteristics.
2: Okay. Of the alpha. Let's see if I was children. Oh, okay.
1: Independence. Oh. This isn't that fun. I thought it was going to be independence, visuals, technological, and diverse,
0: yeah, no, but he's very independent. Mm-hmm. He's the tech savvy little ninja. yeah, he can he just is. figure shit out. It's crazy,
1: yeah, <sighs> the most if they're considered the most technological infused demographic up to date, Alpha seems to know and understand complex ideas and able to do things that are well beyond their age. Mm-hmm. True that.
0: And then the betas are going to be robots, I'm convinced. Probably. They're going to be born with the chip in them. Scary. Craziness. Anyway, I say we wrap it up here. I wanted to talk about Chaos Magic, too, because I've been hearing it pop up a lot. And I think a lot of people have a a misunderstanding of what it actually is. I
1: think we could definitely get into that uh, like a whole different yeah
0: it, that needs its own episode we've been gone for like an hour and a half now
1: we have yeah so, so fast i know whoa i think it's only been an hour but that's okay
0: maybe i hate that on zoom it doesn't tell you how long you've been recording for it but anyway hmm. okay cool any uh closing thoughts
1: no i'm like just a little screwed up today because of what i went through right. today. Um, it was a big day for my family and yeah, I don't know. Like I'm still, I'm still in that zone, you know, mm-hmm. it's in my mind. So I'm mm-hmm. really excited to get to the, to, to try the to get to the bottom of it more, see what's going to be on that gravestone. Wait, it's crazy. No, seriously. Mm-hmm. So how about you?
0: Millennials suck. <laughs> we got to get our shit together people mm. like we got to change our ways because it's not looking pretty for the millennials and that's not all i know there's a lot of others that are outliers from the general populace but overall
1: i'm just gonna give a quick common traits of gen x and then quick common traits okay. of millennials because i'm just curious um for gen xers they are expert diyers <laughs> okay <laughs> so so we're starting off with a bang
0: that's 100 percent true
1: expert diyers uh-huh. okay they have some serious skills in the diy department mm-hmm. two there's wait why, why can't i say that word i can't see it that word there's a
0: satorial
1: satorial i know what they want to say it's like satire I don't know. Sartorial style is decidedly dressed down. Flannel shirts, oversized shirts, Doc Martens, oversized sweaters, sensible shoes, rib knits. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's such a facade, my Instagram accounts.
0: I know. Someone saw her walking around.
1: <laughs> I mean, you like. I dress like a 90s kid. Right. I dress like a 90s teenager.
0: Mm-hmm. Big flannels, big sweaters. I love it. Baggy pants.
1: Doc Martens. I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Um, Three, they've got the whole work-life balance thing down pat. Work hard, play hard generation. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: See, I don't have that. See, that was like, that's my problem. Like, I can't separate the two. When I start working, even though I like hate the system and everything, it's like, got to make that money. Yeah. Got to hustle gotta be the best
1: all right number four they this is interesting tech savvy but not tech dependent Mm. yeah yep and lastly fiercely independent Mm. it's true it's true self-reliance uh helicopter parenting lawnmower parenting snowplow parenting none of these over-involved forms of child-rearing apply to the Gen X generation, many of whom were left to microwave their own dinners and glued to save by the Bell for hours after school. Here it is. I mean, as such, there's no task too great for the critical thinking skills of these highly dependent individuals, whether it's repairing a leaky dishwasher or learning code. This also means you typically won't find them asking for help until they've tried their very best to tackle any given challenge solo. So yeah, Gen X is pretty great at getting stuff done. Well, let's not make a big deal of it okay that's how it
0: is well it's interesting because like a lot of gen xers are the parents of alpha generation whereas boomers are the parents of millennials yeah and boomers suck millennials suck gen x is pretty cool and the alpha generation is pretty cool
1: right <laughs> you know that's what I mean? interesting all right let's just see this millennial stuff real quick
0: whiny self-absorbed
2: oh
1: my god the me 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 generation that's what it says <laughs> uh-huh. millennials the me 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 generation which called us uh, sorry which is called lazy entitled self-obsessed narcissists holy shit this is like
0: i'm not making this shit up
1: this is what this says
0: i didn't read this beforehand either i don't want people to think
1: no of... i didn't either Huh. Yeah all right let's see okay multitaskers
0: we think we're good multitaskers
1: um i think i can connect it it says very social media connected yeah well that's our lives
0: like if if it's not on social media it didn't happen
1: yep tech savvy
0: i'm not that tech savvy i'm pretty retarded when it comes to technology
1: yeah it sounds pretty boring yeah, that's Cur- why I think curious. I was a
0: Gen Xer that died too young and got reincarnated in '91. Because like I, I have the bad qualities of like millennials, but like I, in my soul, I want to be more laid back, and I'm a good DIYer. Like you, can, you
1: are. You're like, a very good DIYer.
0: I'm pretty good at fixing shit.
1: Definitely, you are. So, um
2: millennials here's here's
1: here's an interesting article that not really understanding entrepreneurship Mm. millennials Mm -hmm. acting overly entitled yep do Do i
2: have these traits i think um, i'm a pretty good entrepreneur
1: you just have to get out of your own way to do it yeah because you can't get there yet it's like Mm -hmm. come on i have i'm an idea guy i'm an idea guy right but the doing you know what i mean we're like i do kind of first and then i'm like oh fuck
0: right kind of You know, shoot first ask questions later i'm like
1: being overly certain
0: Mm. all these things i said already
1: lack of focus Uh
0: uh-huh the adhd (laughs)
1: only being off for themselves god damn this is an insulting
0: it's the truth and that's why i say with all sincereness like an
1: ego okay refusing to pick up the telephone seven inability to take or give criticism
0: I can give good criticism
1: and I can take, I can,
0: uh, it depends on the, like.
1: Oh, this is a big thing. This isn't so much you, but like I said, friends that are younger talking more than listening. Mm. I'm a big, okay, here I am talking, but I'm a big listener. Like Mm -hmm. I really, aren't I good at listening? You're very good at listening. I've always been told that my whole life.
2: I'm a pretty good listener. You
1: are. When you pay attention. Yeah. When I have you to like... Yeah. Because I'm an eye eye contact freak. Yeah. Like if you don't give me eye contact, like not just you, but people, that drives me insane. Nah. Mm-hmm. I hate it. We're love, also
0: autistic. I love eye contact. We're pretty autistic.
1: But talking more than listening. That's not a cool trait. Acting too cool to care. Freaking out when making mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it goes on. It's not very... But I'm sure there's some really good positives.
0: Nope, there's not. Anyway, <laughs> let's wrap it up there. Good night, okay. folks. Millennials, we got to get our shit together. Oh, boy. All right.
1: All right. Have a great night, everybody. And we'll see you soon. Right? couple days. We'll do another episode.
0: Yeah. We're going to put out some more
2: stuff. Okay. All right.
1: Good night. Night, night.